You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Ah, New York City, the city that never sleeps. One of the most romantic places in the world, filled with happy couples and also couples who argue walking down 7th Avenue. But Valentine's Day will look a little different this year because of the pandemic. Let's see how one couple who are, how you say, very homosexual is celebrating. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Happy Valentine's Day. Many more. Oh, you got some on your... Here. Let me get it. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You got schmutz on your face. Hi. Hi. Aww. I'm serious. It's been sitting there for two weeks. Oh my god, that was incredible! I am so glad I'm experiencing this with you. Valentine's Day is not the same this year, but at least we still have Linda Eder singing Man of Le Mancha. I will never know what inspired her to sing that song, but I am not complaining. Happy Valentine's Day, mon chéris. Broadway, Broadway, in all of its glory, we all have a memory. We all have a story. Was there an understudy? Or did the show stop? Boy. Did you see Barbara before she shot to the top? Cool. Join us as we revel in our reverie. It's my Broadway memory. That jazz. Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome to my Broadway memory. I am Remy Germanario. And I'm Michael Kushner. We are celebrating an early Valentine's Day, and we're celebrating Black History Month here on my Broadway memory. Yes, absolutely. We have some double dates with some theatrical couples this month, and we'll be highlighting organizations who are helping Black communities to celebrate uh, Black History Month as well. Tonight, our double date, our spouses, Marty Gould Cummings and Blake Allen in the house, and they'll be coming on a little late. But first, a little bit about the show for those of you who might be first-time viewers. My Broadway memory aims to keep Broadway alive until the theater returns. Us and our amazing guests will discuss our favorite unheard stories, either by picking a playbill at random or from their collection or referencing a piece of memorabilia or honestly just kibitzing over stories and a random memory. And see, these stories that have been told in my Broadway memory have sometimes never been told publicly Mm -hmm. before. So you really do get a special look at the world of Broadway, you know, from those who are in the thick of it. I would say most, most of the stories are actually unheard. But um, if you would like to keep up with news and future guests, 
please give us a follow on the social media. Yes, on Instagram and Facebook, we are at My Broadway Memory. And on Twitter, we are at My B-Way Memory. Yes, and you'll find out ways that you can be on the show too. Do you have a Broadway memory to share? Well, pull a playbill from your collection and record a one-minute video discussing your memory and email it to mybroadwaymemory at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show in a future episode. Yes, we really want to hear from you. So pull those playbills and keep them coming. Oh, Yay, thanks, Alan. Right Alan's there. our amazing uh, Hi, producer. Alan. Hey, Alan, for doing that. But now... Without further ado, I think we should bring on our incredible guest. Yes. Yeah, so our first guest is the fabulous Marty Gould Cummings. Uh, Marty is a New York City drag artist, television personality, and political figure. More on that later. Throughout their nearly decade-long drag career, Marty has been a regular fixture in the nightlife world, performing up to six regular shows a week and venues all over the country and the world. Uh, you can see Marty on Fusions, Fusion TV's Shade, Queens of NYC, or the Marty report on Logo, Dragged on Yahoo, and on the exchange rate on the Build series. Marty, very, very cool, is also a candidate for the city council in New York City. Got my vote. And our second half of our Broadway double date is Blake Allen. Blake Allen is an award-winning composer, arranger, orchestrator, and musician. Allen's latest album, Sonatas, topped many music charts. Blake has performed with the New York Pops, Little Orchestra Society, The Who, The Eagles, Pink Martini, Philip Glass, and in Tootsie, and Misery on Broadway. He understudied Laurie Metcalf. Uh, just kidding. Wait, no, that's Bruce Willis, right? Wait, was that Laurie Metcalf? It was. Anyway, moving on. Numerous off-Broadway shows and uh, was the music director uh, and orchestrator of the first New York City revival of the Tony-winning Sherman Brothers musical Over Here, as well as being the creator and musical director of the sold-out hit series An Evening With among other amazing credits. And he is, of course, Marty's musical director. So please welcome Marty Gould Cummings and Blake Allen. Okay. Hi, you too. Before we start, the Linda Edder clip was so funny because oh literally goodness. three days ago, you might have, some people might have seen it on my Twitter or Instagram. I, I, I didn't see it. I had the urge to Linda Edder. And uh, so That's I was like, so I was like, I have to, I have to Linda Edder. I need Linda Edder. And so we, we watched that, the leading ladies of Broadway from 1990. So we watched Linda Edder, then we watched all the other videos of the amazing women and that great and then, concert great concert great they concert. need to they need to bring it back with like today's leading ladies as well yes. but then we did a deep dive into Lita Etter and found her performing on like an Atlantis gay cruise <laughs> in 1999 bring where she's yeah she's like she's like a little tipsy she's like the gays are living and she like the, the the band had never played with her before it was very apparent and the band was so straight the band was so straight and she's like bring on the men and all the gays are like yes and she's like oh yeah like it was so good one time she touched my cheek Oh my gosh! Did it? Did you have you not washed that specific well, part of your cheeks? I, I was like a teenager. I worked in this restaurant, and she left her credit card, and I ran down the street. She was wearing green capri drawstring uh, pants in the early two thousands, and uh, and I said, "Linda Edder, your credit card," and she went, "Thank you, my dear." Did it make you Frank Wild Horny? Hey, <laughs> good job! What happened? Uh, that joke. It, 
But I think we can all I think we can all agree though that the man of La Mancha, Linda Eder, is like what inspired her to sing that? What was she like? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sing Man of La Mancha. <laughs> I'm gonna sing a Brian Stokes Mitchell song. <laughs> and, it's, and it's so incredible because she in the video looks at the audience and raises her eyebrows as if isn't it nuts that I'm doing this? She gives, and she's like whistle toning. She's literally like, you know, it's so good. I love her. I would, oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, I would love to see her on a gay cruise and yeah. Atlantis cruise. Oh my God. She lives on a horse farm now, right? We also looked up what she does now. Uh, she, <laughs> she lives on a horse farm. She was like, I'm playing Lucy and I'm done. Out. It's like Susan Out. Egan. Susan, and Betty, Betty Buckley, they all live oh, on horse farms. Yeah. Right. Really? Right. Do yeah. they all like live in a commune together? Maybe a Broadway diva horse. <laughs> My favorite thing. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but be so Tova felt 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 five time Tony nominee. She used to always host the Broadway beauty pageant for Ali Fournay Center. So I kind of like became obsessed with her because I would meet her every year with this Ali Fournay Center event. So I was like, I wonder what she's up to when she's not doing this or Broadway. And there was a really funny like video of her visiting Betty Buckley in Texas and them just like riding horses into the sunset. And I was oh like, <laughs> like it, that, that makes sense. It's like a I, that absolutely tracks. It's so funny just to think of like, what is like, just to think about, cause look at the end of the day, you're another day, us, older. you're another day older. We're all just people. Right. So like, what is Liza Minnelli doing right now? What is Bernadette Peters doing? You know what I mean? Like riding horses. You know? Betty Buckley. Yeah. Riding, riding horses. horses. Oh my gosh. So friends, like we said, it's Valentine's Day here on My Broadway Memories. So I want to talk about you two as a couple yeah. for our a dogs moment. Are going crazy right now. I'm so sorry if you see me it's like okay. that. Honestly, okay, that's what you're doing. All this right. is literally <laughs> just like a, a live double date. So it's chill. It's yeah. so chill. Like, you know, we're dog parents. So, like, we yeah, know that. Sandwich is so calm, though. Like, these guys are monsters. Have you met Sandwich? Yeah. Every time I see, I feel like he's so sweet and calm. Like, these, the, the two of them know that we're like paying attention to someone else right now. Right. So, they're like, oh my God. Well, they also, they also hear, they can smell Sandwich through the screen. That's yeah. what it is. Absolutely. Yes. They have heightened senses. No, Sandwich yes. is very sweet, but he's very um, over the top. He's oh, very energetic. Blake, when you when you come over for your shoot soon, Marty, oh, I would love, well, Marty, you've come over too. So, I've come you, over, yeah. you've been greeted by Sandwich. You're going to get a big greeting. You're going to get, I mean, he's gonna want to know what's going on in your bag and your shoes and yeah. all that good stuff. I love, I love in your little like blurb. It's like, your dog may pee, but it's really trained. Don't be scared. I'm like, yeah, yeah. whenever we have people come over, the dogs pee too. Yeah. It's more, it's more pee just pee. like to like, so, in, don't wear expensive I shoes pee. to the house because oh, like, not yeah, but dog, he hasn't done that in years, but just like, you know, just in case he's a dog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't wear your little hands. Yeah. Oh, look at the little baby so cutie. How did, how did you guys meet? Like, Grindr. Where... Can we say that on this? Do kids watch this? Yes. Oh. That's amazing. <laughs> So how did, amazing. And how long have you been together? Five years. So, five. Cool. The last that time we had a blizzard in New York City was when we it's were It's been dating. five years. Five years. What was your first date? Okay, he tells the story wrong, so I'll do it. So Kave. No, you but you tell it like you always get it wrong. Okay. So what's the story? Okay. So we met on right. And then he was all like, oh, let's like exchange numbers, blah, blah, blah. So we did. Then we like 
made plans. Okay, let's meet tomorrow. No, like, it was well, okay, Wednesday. Okay. So, so uh, four days later. So, so in the time of texting, we made plans. To, and he said, okay, I'll message you in the morning and we'll, whatever. Never heard from him. Didn't hear from him. Ghosted. Ghosted. Boo. Boo, bitch. Ghosted. Can I curse? I'm so sorry. So, yeah. uh, okay. Go for it. Like, told me, like, little kids are going to watch and to watch my mouth. So I'm like, oh, God, I, I don't want to. Like, yes, I said, you did. I said, I said read their email. No, and you, we'll give you I read the email. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so, 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 ghosted. So I was like, deuces, whatever, moving on. I'm busy. But at this time, I also, like, made the decision. I was like, I, because this is around the time I've been doing drag for, 12 or 13 years and professionally for 10 now at this stage now. So at that time, my career, this is five years ago, my career was really starting to just like really get, you know, it was, she yeah. was, she was booked and blessed and busy. So I made the decision, like I'm focusing on my career. So whatever, move on. Several months later, he text messages me, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, who is this? I don't know who this is. So like three days later, I finally asked like, who is this? Cause we're like texting for three days. You didn't, like, save, you didn't save his number. No, I, of course not. I deleted it. And like, because I was like, whatever, moving on. <laughs> so, so then he like wanted to go on a date again. And then you stood me And up. then I stood him up. And then he was like, meet me at Cave. We'll get coffee. If you don't like it, you can leave, whatever. And it ended up being a four-hour date. No, no. So Marty, so, showed, Marty shows up in sweatpants and a shirt with George's hair all over it. Hair God. that's all messed up and like mascara from the gig before. Basically what I look like right now. No, no, no. First of all. <laughs> you look like Princess Diana compared to what you look like. <laughs> wow. What a beautiful self-portrait. Hang her up. What is she doing down there? Well, we're, we're like going we're, we're like wallpaper right the now, yeah. living room, so we're waiting for that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so we go on the date. It's great. And then I was like, oh, so it was like a four-hour date. And I was like, oh, shit, I have to walk my my dog, George, who you just saw. And I was like, and I have, I'm seeing Lipsinka at 54 Below. I need to get ready. So he, like, stood in, like, he, like, stayed in the kitchen while I was all, you know, good, good, goody two-shoes. And and I, like, got freshened up, got changed. And he walked me to 54 Below. And he's like, when do you want to have another date? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I was like tomorrow. Duh. So my friend, so we went in to see Lip Sync. Oh, he didn't go in, but I went in to meet my friend Inyaki uh, to see Lip Sync. And Inyaki was like, "Oh my god, how was your date with that guy that stood you up?" And I said, "Oh, I'm going to marry him." And then we had our second date the next day, and we watched. He said he loved Glenn Close, yes. so we watched. Um, he loves Glenn Close, which is somewhere in this little pile of playbills. But we're gonna get to god. that later. But Glenn Close. So he's in Glenn Close. So we watched um, Fatal Attraction for our second date. So uh, wow, romantic. That if he met, if he stands me up again, I'm gonna boil a bunny. <laughs> you know what? It just goes to show you that some things that don't start off as good as you'd like can turn into something really lovely. Aww, yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't have like, love. Doesn't have to be like this, like instantaneous, like va va voom, like sort of situation, right? But it I can know, grow. Like I knew when we actually linked up. Like I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. But like the before stuff, you know what I mean? Like you never know like what could yeah. grow into something, right? I love that. Well, you're together now and it is wonderful. You're here on my Broadway memory. And before we get to our Broadway memories, we have some fan questions for what? you. Yeah, yeah, for it. Okay, so this first one is for Blake. So Blake, Sarah in Florida wants to know, have you worked on any music in quarantine slash can we listen to it? 
Oh, yeah. So I have an album coming out on No River mm. Records um, mm-hmm. in the spring uh, called The Shards of an Honor Code Junkie. And it's an autobiographical musical opera tale. And I've been working on that a lot. With There's a lot of Broadway people in it. Yeah, Teal Wicks, Allison Frazier, Christy Cates, Jason Harrison G, Hannah Cruz, lots of people. Um, so that's coming out. So you can listen to that. And I've also, I yeah, I've done a lot of orchestrating for people who are doing Zoom stuff. Yeah, yes. you had a musical that was like, like what was that musical? You, you wrote like a musical. so. So the very first week of the very first week of quarantine, back when we thought it was only going to be two weeks, right? So yeah. my Teresa Lots reached out. I was like, hey, um, I'm doing this project where uh, I'm putting composers and actors and singers and directors and lyricists in a hat and we're going to randomly pair people together if you want to work on a project that'd be great and the Astoria Performing Arts Center is going to produce it and I was like great that was really fun so then I wrote like a 30 minute musical with Claire Tran about a girl who was stuck on a Disney inspired cruise ship having to play Dottie the Dolphin over and over again for the guests so like that was like that like premiered in April so we were it was at the height of the pandemic of New York and so it's such a timestamp of yeah. Can people still see it or what? Yeah, you, can go to YouTube. you can go to YouTube right. and watch it. Um, you know, it's just like this was at the beginning of Zoom, so it wasn't <laughs> as creative as it probably could be right now. So th- you know, just like this, my hey. brother. Hey. Correct. Right. <laughs> so it's it's great, but it's like a wonderful little family friendly musical about a girl stuck on a boat. And when did you say your album's coming out? In April, probably. Yay, can't wait. Fabulous. I can't wait too. Well, we will let everyone on my Broadway memory know when your album comes out. We'll share Duh. it. We'll share it. And you already. Right. Oh, we'll share. We'll share. Two weeks. We'll share it. <laughs> Come on. Two weeks. And Marty, <laughs> Josh Lehman. Broadway's Josh Lehman. Broadway's Josh. And, oh, and I love Josh. Yes, we love Josh. Previous uh, My Broadway Memory guest, Josh Lehman, wants to know what inspired you to become a political activist? Well, first of all, I, Josh Lehman, the president. You, uh, you have a feel for everything we're talking about. I, I love Josh so much. I met Josh when he was doing hair on board because my ex, Anthony Halleck, uh, uh, was doing hair with Josh. And so we became friends and we've kept in touch over uh, the years. And I love Josh. I also listened to the musical Groundhog Day all day today because it is the day of this recording is gra- are we allowed to say that it's pretty too late? Yeah. Yes, yes. Groundhog sure. Day was this week, and so I listened to Groundhog Day all day. Josh, anyway, so Josh Lehman is a dear friend. I love him very much. And who got me political? So that was a question, right? What, what, inspired, what inspired you? What to inspired you? So <laughs> I am a big believer that. Well, you know what? Let's take it back to hair on Broadway. Uh, take it back. And how my ex Anthony, who I I love, you know, I, I like very differently now, of course. But you know, like he really encouraged me to explore drag when I was like scared to tap into that creative side of myself. Um, I'd done a show off Broadway where I I had done it, and he was like, "Well, you love this, why don't you try one?" I was like, "No, no, no." And he's like, and, he, and he was doing hair, and he was like, he was like, "Listen, if hair's taught me anything, it's about." just being yourself no matter what, like just do it. If you're happy doing this, just do it. And so I started exploring it more. And then I learned about how drag in itself is political. The act of drag yeah. is political, you know? And, and so that linked me up with, you know, like organizations like Ali Fournay Center and whatever. And then 
Uh, you know, I learned about Jose Saria, who was the first queer person in America to run mm. for office in 1961, and they were a drag queen. And the first drag queen that we know of in like modern times was somebody who was a former slave, you know, who who started doing drag and doing underground speakeasies for queer people wow. in drag in like the 1870s, you know? Wow. So, Jay Harrison, um, Jay, Jay Harrison Gee just paid homage to them on their, their Instagram. So you can check that out. I but, will look that up. Yeah. So, so that like, you know, got me into politics. And then of course, like a lot of people when, when Trump was doing his <coughs> run for president, his run for presidency, you know, it really was like a wake up moment where I was like, Oh, this is kind of effed. Ooh, it was like a light bulb moment. And I, and, 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 and I got political, this is a long answer, but like the moment I, I like really got political aside from going to things like Occupy Wall Street back in the day and marching on my, yes. like, yeah, I remember that I was yeah. there every day. So, um, so anyway, so, so I had a bar owner, the bar has since, uh, closed, uh, vodka soda bottoms up was the bar. Yeah. And I was doing the show and I made like a joke about Kellyanne Conway and Mike Pence or whatever. And the bar owner pulled me aside and was like, you're alienating straight clientele and offending me as a voter. And I was like, well, are you voting for, did you vote for Trump? So you're directly making a profit off of queer people while voting against their interests. And he was like, well, I mean, I just, so I literally, I gave him back the microphone and I walked to another bar to get another gig, which I booked on the spot. But as I was walking to the other bar, I thought, oh, you have an audience you've been given an opportunity to have an audience in your life. Yeah. You have a platform on social media for whatever reason people follow me. And, uh, and I was like, so you were doing a disservice if you're only promoting like, Oh, look at, you know, my drag, you know, like that yeah. drag has given you a platform. So you need to use it. Um, and, and that's how I got into politics. I'm obsessed with like that. One person who got me into it. It was like a whole kind of cult, like a perfect storm of, of whatever. So tell us about your campaign that you're running. Uh, George just looked at me. Hi, George. Um, I uh, oh god, now he's coming over. Okay. Uh, Hi, George. Hi, Georgie. So I I'm running for city council in the seventh district. I think you guys are right across the street from my district, uh, or like right across the line. I think you're in district nine. I don't want to tell the viewers where you <laughs> live, but we'll let's talk. Let's I don't, talk. I don't I, tell anybody where you live, but we'll we'll talk offline. I'm fairly certain we're in your district. Let's talk. We'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. We'll talk, we'll talk. But I'm excited. I'm Blake is, Blake, you know, has been writing music and doing his PhD and teaching kids viola, viola, not viola, 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 viola. David. And, 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 you know, we've been working on the campaign like really hard. We launched 15 months ago and, and everything we launched on has now been like super exacerbated because of the pandemic. We're fighting for housing justice for all, um, a Green New Deal for New York, a Green New Deal for NYCHA, which is um, uh, uh, low income housing in New York, a Green New Deal for our public schools, integrating our public schools, getting cops out of schools, social workers into schools, defunding MIPD and funding mental health services and social services and homeless services and, 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 and mental health uh, services and getting equitable mm-hmm. transportation. Only 24% of our subways are uh ada compliant uh wow. which which is in in insane, insane you know insane. so our yeah. disabled community doesn't have access to the city you know um in our district above 107th street there are no composting sites funded by the city um mm. uh which is you know why why does harlem and washington heights not have composting sites with the upper east side and upper west side do you know it's because of <laughs> systemic uh 
racism. So, yeah. um, so, so I'm really excited to fight for an equitable city. And I'm the first non-binary candidate in the history of New York City to run. And I'm excited for yeah. that. Um, uh, but I'm not just running to represent non-binary drag queens. I'm running to represent them as well as 141,000 people who live between 96th Street and 165th. And I'm excited to do the job. We're the top fundraiser in the race and we're going to win. Yes, yes are. I will say we do live within those boundaries. We'll have to discuss avenues. Uh, <laughs> we'll discuss avenues. We'll talk, a little we'll, later. Talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. We'll talk. That sounds like an incredible campaign. Tell tell the children where they can look you up and your campaign and everything. Uh, Marty from Manhattan, MartyFromManhattan.com. Register to vote by May 27th. Early voting starts June 12th and the primary is June 22nd. That's my birthday, June 12th. Woo! Oh my Yay! God. Wonderful. Bye, 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 bye. Well, Listeners, please continue to check out Marty's campaign. Please check out Blake's incredible music and his upcoming album. Uh, we'll post about uh, both Blake and Marty's incredible endeavors on our social. Um, thank you to all who asked a question. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, we will always take fan questions for future guests, so please keep those questions coming. Yes, so next up, we have a very special regular segment of ours, Divas Drew Weather. Our meteor, <laughs> meteor, meteor <laughs> just wait, just you wait, Henry Higgins. Our meteorologist this week is not only a Grammy Award winning artist, yes, but oh. also has a minor in songwriting about meteorology from the University of Quebec. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. Telling us all about the weather this week is Celine Dion. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. There were nights when the wind was so cold. Like rain, attacks, and the thunder, the lightning cracks a new day. Thank you so much. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Thank, Thank you, Celine. 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 You got her. Can you Titanic believe it? Titanic survivor. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some dumb captions We've, for previous Divas Do Weather. I'll tell you really what. really dumb ones. Also, I, may I just say, Celine Dion was the last, like, big live performance mm. I saw before we went into lockdown. And I'm talking, like, the week yeah. we went into lockdown. Like, maybe four days before... And girl was singing, touching everyone, touching the hands. Super spreader. I knew it was a super. I I was in the balcony, so I uh, I was okay. Blake, you see, we're gonna say something. 
Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. Um, Blake first and then Marty, oh. okay? I really loved Celine Dion's um, appearance on Marty Thomas and Marissa Rosen's album. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 She's making she, like, her round. Award. Yeah, it was very funny. I love Christina <laughs> Bianca. We're we're actually on the, one of the music music video for the the, the dog the dog, the dog one. song which Blake I am notorious for not reading emails emails <laughs> um, you read this one you read and, this one yeah and uh, thirty minutes ago yeah yeah uh, and, if it, if it's not about the campaign I just don't read it like okay. and so Blake has to fill me in on everything so Marty and Marissa kept messaging me. Get us your dog video. Get us your dog video. Get us your dog video. And then Blake on Christmas was like, "Oh, let's watch this this video." And he was kind of like perturbed. And I was like, "Why are you upset?" He was like, "Because you didn't send the video." And I was like, "Well, why didn't you remind me?" And he was like making a point. Uh, I reminded you every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Well, you need to just put it in my calendar. Have my staffers put it in my calendar. <laughs> and like, Blake, I am the I am the you in this relationship. Like yeah. same dynamic. Even the carrots dipping in the guacamole. That if it's me. not in my calendar now, like I need, like I literally have like a, a, like a paid staffer now before the campaign who has to put everything yes. in my calendar because I just I just don't I just don't know like I just don't like I just, I'm <laughs> I'm busy so we didn't get in the music video. Um, That's okay. Anyway. You're there in spirit. Remy has access to my calendar, and trust me, he fully puts in dinner, and he fully puts in. <laughs> You know what I mean? So we're totally, we're totally on the same page. But um, if you're just joining us right now, this is a reminder that we've got Marty Cummings and Blake Allen in the house. Yes. And remember, please go and follow us on social media. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at My Broadway Memory. And on Twitter, we are at My B-Way Memory. Yeah. So Marty and Blake, now yeah. for our go-to activity. Yes, we'll have you each discuss some of your Broadway memories. Sometimes this can be done by pulling a playbill from your collection at random and discussing the memory associated with it, or it could be based on a piece of memorabilia you have, or it could just be a fun, interesting story some of our viewers may have never heard. So anything goes. I'll go first as an example. We go, we switch. So this week is my week. And I have a playbill for a show that was a great show, but the memory associated with it is bad. And I'll explain why. And you know what? Not all Broadway memories are good, but it's important to discuss this. It's an important topic, okay, that I want change. We have a political activist in the house and I want this change within the theater community. This is for Shuffle Along. Um, I picked this. Um, great musical. It seemed great. I was really looking forward to seeing it. Um, it just seemed really cool and historic. Great cast. I was so looking forward to it. We all hate bad theater etiquette, right? Mm -hmm. This was probably the worst theater etiquette I have ever, ever seen. And I felt bad being mad at it because it was a mother, middle-aged, and her daughter in her 20s right in front of me in the balcony. And in their defense, they were having a great time. <laughs> a great time, but too great of a time uh, for you Shuffle You can have on. a good time. For, for shuffle along, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? But the, it, it wasn't like like Mamma Mia or Rock of Ages. This was like a show where you like sit and you watch it, right? You can react, but it's not like a dancing. I kid you not, dancing in their seats the whole first act. I mean like, woo, like arms up, this, that, and the other, going woo, yeah, woo, like having so much fun. And so I, 
fantastic. What really got me was at the end of Audra's like big power ballad, she hits this like big note and I was actually really enthralled for it. I was like ready for it. And on the big note, they throw their arms up in the air and scream. And I missed the whole last note and the vibe and everything. So I was like, I have to say something because this is getting ruined. So I leaned, Neil, like kind of leaned over to them at intermission. I was like, hey, look, I love how much fun you're having at Broadway. Like, that's awesome. But like, you're so distracting. I was really nice about it. But the daughter was like, oh my gosh, so sorry. The mom was pissed. Like, 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 as if I had like just said, I don't even know what, but so that's my memory of Shuffle Along. This is a PSA to um, have good theater etiquette. It was a fantastic show though. And I wish I could have enjoyed it even more than I did. And also Shuffle Along is a great, um, is a great choice for Black History Month. Yes, listen to the, um, oh, I don't know if they have a cast they, album. They, do they? don't <gasps> have a cast album. You should look they on YouTube. Cast album. Really? So that's how it goes. Audra McDonald high kicking six months pregnant in oh, high so good. Just I, we love it. I wouldn't know, Blake. I I couldn't tell because uh <laughs> didn't she do a split on the Tonys while pregnant? She did something yeah. crazy. She, I, I think her. she bought mod on the Tonys. She did Batma. Yeah. Not a dancer, Batma. Batma. Yes, it's a Batma. So uh Marty, would you like to go first? I have a lot of stories. Pick your favorite. Pick, pick your favorite one. You could do it pick at one random, at random. Pick one so at random. That you don't have to. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm gonna speed through because I, I I'm gonna try to hit as many as I can. I'm gonna speed through. How much time do we have? Oh, um, we 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 have some time. Like, I mean, not okay, like no, no, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Okay. Theater etiquette to touch on that because you talked about that when we went to see the right. show. There was a couple in front of us. It was like four people. They all looked like they were going to a NASCAR race, and I was like, "This is not the fucking time." And. It's Cher. I'm obsessed with Cher. I'm obsessed with 70 J Block. I'm obsessed with T.O. Wicks. I'm obsessed with Bob Mackie. The Bob Mackie number where there's 400 costume changes, they were having a full-on moment texting Carol about brunch on their big iPad of a cell phone. And I was like, not in this moment, not in this day. Excuse me, Debbie, can you do your brunch plans later? They got up and left. They couldn't handle it. Good. The game. Here for it. Also, I was in Minneapolis performing because I was doing a gig out there. And my best friend Hernando was doing uh, Rock of Ages, and he was the opening number. And this girl next to me had her cell phone out texting, and I turned and I was like, "I did not fly across the country to see you text. That's my best friend. Get off your phone." She was so embarrassed. Deleted. Boom. That story. The night before Broadway closed down, I saw Patty Lapone in company while sitting next to Cynthia Nixon. It was a moment. I bet we we all got what? What a moment. (laughs) And on the opening night of Head Over Heels, I was invited to walk the red carpet and attend. And my niece was living with us at the time for her college internship. So I got to take my niece to her very first Broadway show, which was a show opening. She got to walk the red carpet. She got to meet one of her favorite actresses, Laverne Cox, and hang out with her at the after party. I was so happy. So I was very honored to have been able to give her that experience. And um, I've said enough. (laughs) What? Okay. Well, first of all, you didn't have to go that fast, but I kind of loved how you did I that. loved the like, just boom, boom. I wanted to fit it in. I didn't want to take up too much time. But that's what's so amazing about Broadway, right? It's like have we- time. I have a couple other playbills to go through, if you'd like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, give us some more stories. Give us the old razzle-dazzle. Wait, I do have a question, though, about something you said to elaborate. From I imagine that Cynthia Nixon has incredible theater etiquette, obviously. But judging from her, I'm sure very subdued and respectful reactions. Like, what could you tell was Cynthia's like favorite part of company? Like, what what would you, if you had to guess, what was her favorite part? I think both of our favorite parts were Matt Doyle and Nikki Renee Daniels in the is that the not getting, yeah in the not getting married today number. Yeah. It was 
so good. And I'm so sad that Matt would have had a Tony nomination. I know. And and I love I love I love Matt so much, and I love Max Clayton oh, so Max. much, and I and I also love Robin Herder so much. who's <laughs> always with them. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's like a whole like I love them. But Matt, like I've Matt did my very first drag show ever. My very first drag gig uh-huh. I ever did was at a bar called Big Twenty Seven, and I know what Joe. We're gonna feed you as soon as we're done uh, at Big Twenty Seven. And my guests were um, Matt Doyle, Adam Cantor, Frankie James Grande, and Lily Cooper. Um, Yeah, we were all friends with each other. And I and I said, Hey, I'm I got hired to do this weekly show. Will you be my first guest? And so I've known Matt for a long time. So just so to so so to go from like that 10 years ago to that 10 years ago in company was like I was so proud of him. And I think Cynthia was too. That's beautiful. And, uh, you know, Cynthia Nixon also made history while she was in college. She had two Broadway shows at the same time. So she would run. She would literally just like go through the Hotel Edison to cut to get to her. She would the role that she played in the first show was in the first act. And then she would literally like walk through, get her call time for the other show, and she was in the second act for that show. They would so, never do that today, though. Like they would never I think do there's, that. No, I think like you physically can't like through the union. I think she had to get like a special permission through Equity or something. I could be misquoting this, but well, yeah, Marissa yeah. Just did it on the West End. She did well. She she, she didn't she, switch. Up. She did. Um, she's a stem, but yeah. She did. Uh, 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 what is the baking thing with the pies? You know the waitress. pies, sugar, butter, waitress. She did waitress, waitress during the day and um, dream girls at night. Tell your story. I have to go give him food. Tell your story. Well, so, 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 so before we get to Blake, we're yeah. going to do our good news segment. Ooh, and each, okay. show, each show we like to highlight an organization or cause that is doing good in the world. So Marty and Blake, you got a few, you got a few minutes to I'm take so care of I'm so sorry they're making noise. Oh, this is, you know what? This is showing our viewers. This is real life. We're dog dads. Like we like we we know we're dog parents too. So like we totally get it. But because not only in February is Valentine's Day, but as we said earlier, very importantly, it is also Black History Month. So we want to lift up organizations that are working towards uplifting and supporting Black and Brown communities because we need to shout them from the rooftops. Yes. Uh, about all of this, which is awesome. Yes, we do. So we are happy to have back Dimitri Moyes from Claim Our Space Now. So Claim Our Space Now is a new nonprofit um, that I co-founded with Marla Louisent, another actress from Beautiful. We were on tour together. And this nonprofit started in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. And our mission is to dismantle white supremacy and save all black lives. And we do that in a number of different ways, um, looking at things like direct service to communities that are historically disenfranchised, looking at ways in which we can develop sustainable communities and create a pipeline to these black communities and black folks that don't have resources and access. Um, as well as civic engagement. We know that using our voice and changing the landscape of democracy is incredibly important in our mission to save all Black lives. So we have um, an initiative called Claim the Vote, where we work with headcount.org to register people to vote. And last election cycle, we saw 
over 360,000 social media impressions. We got to register voters in swing states all across the country. Uh, this month, for example, we are, we've launched a Black History Month art contest where we are going to have Black artists from all over the country submit their art um, as it relates to some of our tenants, uh, speaking truth to power, informing, inspiring. We've already seen a couple of submissions. And nice. for those of you out there, Black artists who are watching, um, you can submit to www.claimourspacenow.org. Um, our first prize is going to be $300, second $200, and third $100. It's our little way of trying to help out artists that are being um, that are totally affected by by COVID in this time and seeing no assistance from um, the powers that be in helping artists in this incredibly broken system. So you can head over to our website at www.claimourspacenow.org. Feel free to uh, explore the website. There are so many amazing resources for Black people, for BIPOC, um, for white folks who want to be real allies in this fight. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Claim Our Space Now. You can find us on Twitter at Claim Our Space Now and Facebook at Claim Our Space Now. And some of the ways you can get involved is signing up to volunteer. We have a newsletter that goes out and we also have an incredible volunteer base that helps us make all these programs possible. And I think especially this month for Black History Month, you know, I always say Black History is 365 um, in the same way that white history is all year, every month. Um, so I think that it's gonna be really important for non-Black people to think about ways in which they can help their communities outside of just posting about Black leaders that made history over the last few decades. I think, you know, we really, our organization is really focused on direct action. What can we do um, that is transcending the noise that is moving beyond the hashtags. So as non-Black people, you can really be allies in the fight by starting conversations in your own communities. When you are seeing moments of bias or you see an instance where a Black person is being harmed or not safe, step in, do something, um, support our communities, amplify our voices, and don't just do it in February. Do it every single month, every single day. Yes. Um, thank you, Dimitri. Remember to visit claimourspacenow.org for more information. And also, are you a part of an organization that's doing good in the world and want us to feature it on My Broadway Memory? Please, again, email us at mybroadwaymemory at gmail.com. Yes, 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 yes. So, Blake, you are up. Oh, great. Okay. So, my like Broadway idol, so weird, um, is Ashley Brown. I love um, that. Oh, Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yes. Um, thank you. So she she like helped me through a real oh my I, I know. You and Julie Andrews, me and Ashley Brown. It's like I love me. that. Same. Um, so she really helped me get through some dark times, just her voice. So when I came to visit my sister when I was an undergrad, she was living here in Queens at the time. She took me to see Mary Poppins. Um, and at that performance, um, they're doing spoonful of sugar, right? And at the end of the song, Rebecca Luker. It goes to leave and Mary Poppins is opening the door. So Ashley Brown goes in to open the door and the doorknob comes off. Ah. Then Ashley Brown goes, your house is not as practically perfect like me. And then Rebecca Luther goes, luckily there's another exit and then just walks off stage. That's that's my so favorite. Yeah. Good. I think there might be a bootleg of it on YouTube. Really? 
because I remember seeing this bootleg. Oh my gosh. It's, so uh, yeah. we'll have to look. It I'm up. gonna dive deep and see if I can find it. It is. I mean, you were there live, which is incredible because that is that's theater in the moment. That is what it's all about. Did the audience go crazy? The audience went crazy because it's like the audience lives for mistakes like that, right? And like to see how the actors, oh, yeah. um, it breaks the fourth wall and stuff. Yeah, that's how, my favorite. Do you have any other good like Ashley Brown things like th that are meaningful to you? <laughs> um, no. I mean, I've, I saw her in concert with the Indianapolis Symphony when yes. I was going to CCM. He loves uh, Ashley Brown to the point where, like, he'll um, he'll be like, you know, Ashley Brown. She's like a household name. And I'm like, no, she's not. Like, I love Ashley Brown, but she's not a household. Name. Like, he'll always she be like, concertizes. He'll though, always be like, he'll always be like, oh, you know, Ashley Brown is like on the same level. At, and like, we'll say no shade to her. She's a great singer. She's a great talent. She is a Broadway star. But in the yeah. scheme, like she the lexicon, the classical world. Which okay, is a, so you know she's a household name in the Cummings Allen house. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. But like, okay, Marty's like, yeah, go, go. Like, but Blake will like put her. Blake does this thing with like very niche artists who he like loves, which is fine. Alice Platon, <laughs> love you for that. But he'll be like, you know, Ashley Brown. And and like Liza Minnelli, like I'm like not the same, <laughs> not the uh, same. Like, and what, what is like another one? Like you'll put it, you'll you'll be like you'll be like Ashley Brown and Glenn Close, not the same. <laughs> like I I love that you love her. I think she's a fine talent. I would pay money to see her. Anyway, I have paid money to see her. I she's great. Too. No shade to her. Great artist. Would love to have her over for dinner. Would love to see her in concert. Yeah, but can you sell Carnegie Hall? She sells out Carnegie Hall every time she does Carnegie Hall. So that's where, you know, not many Broadway stars can sell out Carnegie Hall, but Ashley Brown always does. And she it's sells true. out symphony halls all over the country, which is... But she's... Okay. <laughs> would you? So you would say she's more of like a Marilyn May? Sure. That's even more niche. I love Marilyn <laughs> Good morning. Ah! Because, uh, well, because that's what I'm saying. It's like if Ashley Brown is niche, then we take another like legend. If you're like comparing to Glenn Close or Julie Andrews or someone like that, Marilyn May of that same generation who never did Broadway, but she did the Hello Dolly national tour, but sells out every supper club that she performs in. I feel like comparing... P-Town, she's big in P-Town. Big yeah. in P-Town. And so I feel like that would be a good comparison of like the niche markets. The niche market. Yeah. I love them both dearly. I, I, I've I had dinner with Marilyn May. She's very nice. She's very, very funny. Nice. Uh, I love them both. But Blake, when he puts someone on a pedestal, that pedestal is so high. Uh <laughs> I'm the same way though. I'm the totally the same way. Like chances are if you are in any production of Lame Is, like in on Broadway or over the West End, like I know who Crazy. you are. I'm obsessed with you. Like when I met Jennifer Butt, the original Madame Tenardier on Broadway, I just about lost my shit. So you like I totally to watch, get it. You need to watch Michelle Dowdy oh, yeah. so in the national tour. Michelle, you all know Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. We love Michelle. Now Michelle is my Ashley Brown. <laughs> ah, yes, I go. love Michelle. She's a dear, also, dear, dear friend of the fam. Love her. 
but she, when she was on tour, I would text her randomly like, send me a video of you tonight. Yeah. Send me a video of you on stage tonight. So she would have somebody. You were like, supposed to go see her when they were in Alpaca. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She would have somebody stand in the wings to send me like videos <laughs> of her because I'd be like, I need to see how you're doing tonight. Like, I, we like her off stage coach. It's hysterical. Because <laughs> I love her so much. And I was like, I need to see you perform. She is talented. Come on, Mama Rose. We love I, you. I love her so much. That's amazing. So thank you, my thank you, my friends. I love that Ashley, and we love Ashley Brown. We love Ashley. On the record, I don't want any viewers to think I don't love her. I love her very much. I I got what you were saying, and we love her on the on the record cast album. Oh my gosh! Yep, yep. That's that's track twenty five. That's super califragilistic. um, Shebang. Yeah. Oh, you mean the Hidgetus Fidgetus where they do all the songs together? Uh, yeah, it's um yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? The Hidgetus? I just know that it's track 25 on the cast album. Yeah. On this one. Well, okay. Yeah. I know we have to wrap up, but whatever no. whenever oh, we can keep going? No, well, we're we're gonna There's go into the next thing. segment. Oh, well, I have one more thing to say about Andrew Brown. Okay, <laughs> you say it, honey. So take, yeah. take your space. Because <laughs> he... It's, she's very good, and we just watched this Richard Sherman show the other day, which was wonderful. And she sang the "I Kiss Goodnight," yeah. da, 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 whatever. Uh, you recorded it too, very good song. So she sounded great. But whenever he plays a Mary Poppins video, which is frequent, I always have to then go. Well, now let's look at Laura Michelle Kelly. Oh, I saw them both because in Brown. no, because Laura is uh, my I love, and also I. Great. I love her. She oh, yeah. is the she, I kindest. Love her very, very much. She, I feel like about, she is the sister I yes. never had. She is the like I love her. She's I saw her when I was sixteen, and I was um, visiting uh, colleges up here. Um, I saw Mary Poppins, and she was my Mary. She was awesome. I oh. saw Ashley, and I saw Laura Michelle Kelly. But then I also recently saw Laura Michelle Kelly do um, uh, "Me and My Girl" at Encores. Oh. She was so good in that. Oh my gosh, so she was amazing. Oh my, that's show so, so great. Yeah, it was amazing. Just show. I have a great, I have a great story about Laura Michelle Kelly that I cannot tell on air, but I'll tell you later. Well, and we'll it's, talk when you say your address. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's wonderful. She's wonderful. I, I love. love Laura I, I love her. She's done my show. She did when I did Sage Right. She did my show twice. She did. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's everything. She sends me pictures of her baby all the time. Uh, so glad you said baby. Of <laughs> <laughs> her baby. Yeah, no, nothing. Uh, <laughs> I love her. So, all right. So we're going to, we're before we wrap up, we're going to move on to the next segment. And this is a special one. You know, usually we do hear from audience members where it's a, uh, your Broadway memory, but we, we think that this is very important. So we're going to do a Broadway version of the newlywed game. Oh, very fun. We have a video too. Yes, Marty. Yeah. We have a rumor. Oh my goodness. The newlywed game. I was wondering why there's paper and markers here. I see I don't read email. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Blake, for following the instructions. The game was my idea. Yes. So, Is uh, Andy on this episode, too? What? Are they a different episode? Different episode. It's a different, okay, different. never mind. From now, but you you and Aunt, you two and Andy and Orfe are Valentine's Day yes, uh, themed episodes. Yes, you're our episodes. February guests. Slide. So, okay. be me and Michael against Marty and Blake. So, Michael and I have not discussed this beforehand, we really? promise. 
Um, so you've got a piece of paper and a marker. We're going to ask a question and we're all going to answer, write down our answers at the same time about what we think our significant other's answer would be to this. Um, and we'll all reveal our answers one at a time about what our actual, we'll, we'll so go So I'm it. answering as you. Correct. And I'm answering as you, but then we're going to go around and you're going to say what your actual answer is and I'll reveal what I said it was. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. So we each write, write it down. So Marty, right. you're going to write down what you think Blake would say. Oh, so I'm going to say what he would say. Yes. And then we're going to okay. verbally say out loud what the, well, I'm going to get, so you're going to write down what Blake would say and vice versa and all that okay. stuff. Okay. So okay. Question one, what is what is your significant other's favorite Broadway musical? Oh, um, I'm not. I know this, but I'm gonna. Um, oh my gosh, what's it? What's it called? Oh, all right, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So we'll go for, oh, okay, wait, hold on. Don't, don't, don't show it yet. Don't show it yet. Okay, Michael, what is your favorite Broadway musical? Les Mis. Yay! So we got it right. Fantastic. Okay, my favorite Broadway musical. Let's see if you got Company. Oh, um, well, I was thinking of your favorite production that you saw, which is Hair. Oh, but yeah. I wrote a joke, which is Ina's Garden, the musical. Oh, God. No. <laughs> okay, so... So I got that wrong. So it's Michael and Remy is one point, because we got that wrong. Okay, Marty, say, what is your Marty favorite Broadway musical? The Color Purple. I almost put that, Fiddler. That's my second. Okay. Aww. All right. And Blake, what is Marty's favorite musical? Wait, no, wait, sorry. Ugh, I'm getting so confused. Blake, what is your favorite musical? Titanic. Oh, I wrote Mary Poppins or Falsettos. Oh. Okay, so the score is one to zero in favor of me and my. Okay, next question. Oh, yes, it's my turn. What show tune, show tune does your significant other sing to themselves most often? In the shower. Oh, um, you know, I was thinking today, you would know that. Um, Okay, 10, Okay, Blake, what song do you sing to yourself the most? Um, I have no idea. He, I... Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna give you guys, a, I'm gonna give you two points for that. Sing. He he like he 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 doesn't really sing show tunes like. I just listen to them. He <laughs> listens to them a lot, but he doesn't really sing them a lot. That counts as a point. It's you a got point. you got a point. Now for, I for, saw what you wrote, and it is nowhere near. You were close. singing this today in the no, shower. No, I was not. Okay, what? show them. Show them. Show them. What would you say, Marty? I would say I sing this every day. Uh, I sing. Um, with no money, no dowry, no family background. I always sing Matchmaker and I always sing oh. it. I sing it all I the time. Put matchmaker. I all I sing it almost every day and I don't know why. Constantly singing Matchmaker. 
You uh, 16. Tell me God 17. Why have I said that? Today, yesterday, you asked me for about a lyric yesterday when No, yeah, you no, 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 no. I was thinking Mr. Mistopheles yesterday in the shower, not 16 going on 17. They all sound the same. Because you literally through the door go, why are you singing Mr. Mistopheles? And I was like, how can you hear me singing in the shower? But when I stand right next to you, it's you so can't hear me. Oh my god. I love the newlywed game for right. reasons just like this. All right. What song, Michael, do you sing the most? I'm their savior. That's what they call me. <laughs> Every day. No, no, no. Literally, as long as I've known him, he always does the specific part of defying gravity. And then I defying gravity. He always but says that. But lately, I've fully been like, Oh, my desk and misogynists expect me to outshine the enemy. The aristocracy, <laughs> I won't disappoint them. <laughs> Julia Murney's version is so good. To die for. Yes. Of so. Rainbow High? Oh. Rainbow High! Oh, I haven't heard that. I only recently heard her, her nobody's side. So good. Speaking of, my answer is nobody's side. Yes. <laughs> yes. I That's love Nobody Time. I think it's a him. fantastic song. I love it. Okay, one more question. Oh, Wait, what is, is that so other fun. song that I'm singing now a lot? Also, the one from Wicked. The, the you know the one from Wicked that's like oh. um you know the one um and they crossed the bridge the bridge they crossed they didn't know and they crossed <laughs> oh the thank goodness that's a great song. <laughs> you know I know someone that every time they poop they go oh Miss Elphaba. Every time? Like at the beginning of Wizard and I when Adam Mark. Oh my God. Oh, Miss Elphaba. No. No, not him. <laughs> okay. So, and finally, it's been a long time since anybody has seen a Broadway show. So let's test our memories. What was the last Broadway show you and your significant other saw together? Before the pandemic. Oh my exactly. God. Exactly. Oh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Wait, what are we seeing together? I mean, it might have been. And for this one, where we're going to just reveal it at the same time. And if we match, we each get a point. Um, All right. No, I'm Five, not ready. Five, four. I'm not ready. Okay, ten. Do you guys, are you done? We're done. Ten, oh. nine, oh. eight, seven, six, a five, oh, four. A three, two, one. All right, Bye. Marty and Blake, reveal yours first. Reveal it at the same time. Oops. Wait, uh, it's been a long time since y'all saw yeah. a Broadway show together. <laughs> we don't see a lot of shows together because our schedule. Oh, the share <laughs> show! Oh my god! Oh, that's funny. Share you still show. get it right. That you still you get still the point. Get it right. We I was like, has it a lot of shows, but not together? Together yeah. is that weird? Or our, so. our schedules are so different. Yeah, that is true. That's I love that you both. <laughs> that is funny. All right, ready? One, two, two three. three. Inherit. Oh, jagged little pill. We saw jagged little pill. Oh yeah. So got you two. Wait, one, two. What did you write, Michael? I wrote inheritance, but my sharpie ran out, so you couldn't really see. That play was so good. I just had Matthew on my podcast today. I interviewed him. Oh, oh. so great. Yeah. So great. I loved the inheritance. We tied. It's two to two. So I love that. This was so Should fun. Should we do a tiebreaker? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marty or Blake, why don't you ask yeah. the question you this ask time? Ask the question. Okay. Okay. 
Um, you ask it. You ask Russia. No, you're you're a clippy. I'm not. Clippy. Who who is? Well, we already said like the dude. Like, who is your who's your favorite Broadway legend? Broadway legend. Your significant others. Oh, oh it's so hard. Your uh, right, significant others. Um, oh, this is so hard. You have so many. I know. Just think about what I'm going, what what I'm doing. Um, okay. Who is yours? Um, your Broadway legend. Mine. He doesn't really. Well, pick one. Like, like fawn over. He, he just loves two. Lisa Kudrow. Too. Um, okay, I'm gonna say. Um, I really hope she goes in and does Chicago. I, oh my. God. Uh, I may be writing a sketch about it. Um, okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, Blake. What yes. is what is your favorite? Who who is your favorite Broadway diva legend? Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Okay, one point. One point. All right, and then Marty. Um. Oh, uh, it's either Liza or Patty Lapone. What did you write? <laughs> Yes, All right. we'll give it to you. <laughs> right, I knew that. Okay, so funnily enough, I'm going to say either the same answer as Marty. It's either Liza or Patti LuPone. <laughs> what did you write? Oh, I wrote Elaine Stritch. I love oh. Elaine Stritch, but it's not Elaine Stritch. I couldn't think of, I couldn't <laughs> think of, I don't know. Okay. Maybe and- because we watched Elaine Stritch at Liberty recently, so that was in my mind. Marty, oh. we're connected. Liza and Patty. Liza and Patty. Patty. I'm going to say... Two really good Patty stories, but I'll... Sorry. Go, Michael. Sorry, I'm sorry. N- no, I'm just going to say Patty. I wrote Julie. Julie. Andrews. I mean, I was thinking Julie, too. Uh, but. but sadly, we do have to wrap up. But congratulations, Marty and Blake. You have won the newlywedish game. Mazel tov. Congratulations. Yes. And, oh. oh. No, no, no. <laughs> so, friends, please tell our listeners where they can find you on social media to stay up to date with everything. Uh, all social is Marty G. Cummings. And Blake. <laughs> Blake Allen presents. Yes. Um, thank you. Uh you are both incredible. Um, thank you for watching. For those of you that watched today, thank you. Our next show is two weeks from tonight on February 18th at 7 p.m. right here on BPN. We'll be having a virtual double date with another Broadway power couple, Orfe and Andy Carl. Oh, my God. Yay! You guys, I cannot wait for that. We will see you then. And remember to follow my Broadway memory on social media for more updates. Uh, you can also follow me at Remy Germanario and Michael at the Michael Kushner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we go, let's take a group picture. What should it be? You choose. You're- oh, gosh. I think it should be. Um, Let's do yelling at bad theater etiquette. Yes. So we're going to be yelling, like yelling at someone for having bad theater etiquette is this picture. Great. Okay. Ready? One, two, three.
Amazing. Perfect. Amazing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for taking a picture with us. Oh, and yeah. thank, you to, thank you, Marty and Blake, Christina Bianco, Dimitri Moyes from Claim Our Space Now, co-creator Brian Sedita, Josh Freilich for the incredible opening song, and Laura Bonacci for the opening animation. We'd also like to thank everyone at Broadway Podcast Network, Alan, our incredible producer, yes. Dory, Britt, Katie. Say bye. 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 Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.